A Thousand Ways to Please a Husband, with Bettina's Best Recipes, a Dramatization. June. No, you cannot live on kisses, though the honeymoon is sweet. Hearken, brides, a true word this is, even lovers have to eat. Chapter 1, Home at Last, also known as A Slow Descent into Hell, with Bettina and her new husband, Bob. Home at last, sighed Bettina happily as the hot and dusty travelers left the train. It was only Bettina and Bob that were hot and dusty as the other passengers looked on in judgment, for the couple themselves was very sweaty that night. Why that contented sigh? Asked Bob, unsure why a woman should show emotions at all. Because her wedding trip's over? Well, anyhow, Bettina, it's after five. Shall we have dinner at the hotel? Hotel? Why, Bob, with our house and our dishes and our silver just waiting for us? I'm ashamed of you. We'll take the first car for home. A streetcar, not a taxi. Our extravagant days are over, and the time has come to show you that Bettina knows how to keep house. You think that you love me now, Bobby, but just wait till you sit down to a real strawberry shortcake made by a real cook in a real home. Half an hour later, Bob was unlocking the door of the new brown bungalow. He didn't know who it belonged to, but the key was under the mat, and they figured they'd let themselves in. Isn't it dear? cried Bettina proudly. When we've had time to give it grass and shrubs and flowers and a vegetable garden, no place in town will equal it. Of course, you will have worked yourself into a nervous breakdown by then, Bob, but that's okay. And as for porch furniture, how I'd like to get it at Mother's attic and transform some of her discarded things. Just now, I'd rather get some of Mother's cooking. Oh, dear, I forget. I'll have supper ready in ten minutes. Do you remember my emergency shelf? Why, Bob! 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 They must have known we were coming! Here's ice and milk and cream and butter and bread and rolls and even a grapefruit! They knew and didn't meet the train because they thought we would prefer to have our first meal alone! Wasn't that dear of them? And this will save you a trip to the corner grocery. Bettina fastened a trim percale bungalow apron over her traveling suit. She figured the corpse left on the floor didn't need it anymore, and it looked very nice with her outfit. She swiftly began to assemble their little, quaint meal. I like that apron, said Bob very seductively. He quite liked that apron. It reminds me of that rainy day when we fixed the emergency shelf. That was fun. Yes, and work too, said Bettina, but I'm glad we did it. Do you remember how much I saved by getting things done in dozen and half dozen lots? And Mother showed me how much better it was to buy the larger sizes in bottled things because in buying the smaller bottles, you spend most of your money for the glass. Now that you have to pay my bills, Bob, you'll be glad that I know those things. I think you know a great deal, said Bob admiringly. Lots of girls can cook, but mighty few know how to be economical at the same time. It's great to be here. Dinner is served, Bettina interrupted. It's a pickup meal, but I'm hungry, aren't you? And after this, sir, no more canned things. Bob sat down to cream tuna on toast strips, mmm, just like Mama used to make, canned peas with butter sauce, rolls, butter, all together, in fact, strawberry preserves, hot chocolate with marshmallows. He didn't know if they were separate, perhaps she was serving them all together. Bettina's recipes, all measurements are level, mind you. Cream tuna on toast strips. Two portions. One tablespoon of butter. One tablespoon of flour. Fourth tablespoon of salt. Half a sliced pimento. We assume pimento olives, but we're not entirely sure. Half a cup of milk. 
Three slices of bread. It doesn't specify which bread. Half a can of tuna. Melt the butter, add the flour, salt, and pimento. Mix well. Gradually pour in the milk. Allow the mixture to boil one minute. Stir constantly. Vigorously, in fact. Add the fish. Cook one minute and pour over toasted strips of bread. Mmm. Now that's cooking. Unbeknownst to Bob before they were married, Bettina was in fact a doomsday prepper. The zombie apocalypse was coming, but Bettina was prepared. On her shelf were six cans of pimentos, small size. Six cans of tuna, also small size. Six cans of salmon, I want you to guess what size they were. Six jars of dried beef. Twelve cans of corn, twelve cans of peas. Six cans of string beans, six cans of lima beans. Six cans of deviled ham, in case you weren't keeping track, that's six sixes, going along with the deviled ham. It's small size, by the way. Six cans of tomatoes, six jars of pickles, six jars of olives, six small cans of condensed milk, six boxes of sweet wafers, one pound of boxed salted codfish, three packages of marshmallows, just in case, three cans of mushrooms, and two packages of macaroni. Of course, these preserves were just to cover for the weapon shelf lying beneath. There was a bat wrapped completely in barbed wire, a katana she'd acquired overseas, and then of course were the many and various guns, shotgun shells littered the cabinets below. Then of course were more packages of marshmallows. If you're going to have an apocalypse, you might as well make it fun. Disclaimer, please, dear God, never, ever try these recipes. We beg of you, we've tried them, but things have gone horribly wrong. Thank you for listening to the Not Safer Network. Check out all our podcasts, Box Office Battle, In Syndication, A Feast of Geeks, Movies with Wrestlers, and A Thousand Ways to Please a Husband.